This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And today on the program, we get back to basics of home ownership 101. If there was an emergency, could you locate your water shutoff valve? Now, think about that. We just had this big natural uh, emergency happening in the state in this past week and a lot of people were in the situations of being within water's path uh and here's what you've got you've got a cutoff valve for possibly gas uh you have electricity going to the home you've got water coming to the home all these things are happening in what is basically a, a live living organism in your home at one time you know with all this stuff on and then you got to turn it off but And a lot of homes, people don't know where that is. So we're going to look at that today. Also, you can join the conversation with us by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Oh, so, oh, also, oh, so. (laughs) Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you guys this morning? Pretty good. I'm doing great. Yeah. So what are you working a, on? Had a little bit of sunshine yesterday, so little, it made us all feel bad. It was a tiny bad. little bit. Yeah, yeah. no. Made, now made we're depressed again. <laughs> I, I, you know, I had this picture in my brain of every contractor in the, you know, in the area, kind of at, you know, when you're when a runner is at the starting block, right? Just waiting for that day. Exactly. You know. No, and that's exactly what happened yesterday. <laughs> so we're all getting prepared, and right. then. Of course, we got a little rain last night that didn't help matters. So, oh, it's called builder seasonal affect. Hopefully, yeah, spring yeah. can't come fast enough as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, right. Hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully we'll get a little wind blowing, give us some sunshine today. Well, you know what? I would give anything. My wife and I were talking about this the other day. We'd give anything for about seven days uh, to dry out our backyard, which it's is squishy. mushy, mushy. Yeah, it's squishy. Uh-huh. It actually looks pretty good. We we don't have any rain coming in until uh, Monday, I think. Okay. Nice. So well, that'd be nice. Very good. All right. Um, so, what are you guys working on right now, Pam? Well, I was I was out of town this weekend. Uh-huh. I, I, That's no excuse. I right, know. Yeah. <laughs> Things break on the weekend. That's on right. occasion, I go on these retreats so that I can come back and play nice with others. Right. Good for you. <laughs> I need one of those. <laughs> so you, you had mentioned while you were on uh, while you were on your retreat that. Uh, uh, business encroached, and someone called and said, how would I turn the water off? Yeah, I got a text message. I had done a home inspection for a really good friend of mine. And when I go on these things, just so folks know, I mm-hmm. turn my phone off. Right. <laughs> so that I can actually get into the weekend. And when I turned it on, she had sent me this 911 text. Oh, on, boy. I got a situation. I need to turn my water off. Do you remember where the where the meter is and how I do that? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> But what we do in all of our reports mm-hmm. is, and we actually, when we're reviewing with our clients, we will tell them and show them a photograph. This is where you turn the water off, huh. and you need a valve, a T-bar, or mm-hmm. if it's inside, don't stack a bunch of boxes in front of it. Right. And then, um, and so, I, you know, had I, I contacted her on Monday, and she said she had figured the it out. The house had already flooded. Yeah, it's already flooded. It's over now. Thanks, Pam. Like, right. Hey, so Appreciate sorry. it. Um, but you remember when I reviewed with you, I told you where that was. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Um, so we tell them where the water shutoff is, right. where the gas shutoff is, mm-hmm. and how to turn off their electrical. Okay. We'll get into that. Jeff, what were you working on? Well, um, I've got a client that we are suspecting has a leaking shower. Um, more common than than not. So uh, we showed the homeowner how to plug the drain. Drain, yeah. Uh, and it's a good little test. Take some blue painters tape. Well, first of all, plug the drain. How do you how do you tell a homeowner to do that? Well, I, I use those plastic jar openers. They they seal yeah, yeah. real good around the drain. You can actually depending on the drain you have, but uh, about those little floppy grippy things that yeah, you use to open yeah, jars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it yeah. seals good. You can actually pull the grate off and put a balloon in it, and and not a regular balloon, but a, a one you can get at the big box store and put that in there and seal that pipe off. Um, I like the idea of the jar opener. I've the, never heard that the before. The jar opener works if if you have a round drain right. and it's relatively smooth. It right. seals real good around there. So take some blue painter's tape or something and tape the water line. Fill that pan up with water. No, when you say fill the pan up, what is it? What do you mean? Well, you you Put have water a, in the bathtub. You have a shower. No, no, I'm talking showers. Shower. I'm talking, this is like a I'm talking tile shower. Yeah. Okay. Do, yeah. Now and let's let's uh, while we're doing this, let's talk about you've got those builder grade marble with the fiberglass well, base. Pan, yes. This yeah. is a pan which actually has the tile on the base, this, right? The, yes, absolutely. Sluter system is probably what we're most of us are using. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll get there in a minute. So uh, you fill your pan up with water. Mm-hmm. Take blue painter's tape, put it on the water's line mm-hmm. uh, so you know where your water is. Right. And then go back and check it in an hour or so and see if that water has, has moved. Interesting. So if if your drain is sealed properly uh-huh. and that water is going out of that shower pan, you have a leak. Now, if you right. don't, if you're not looking for it. Uh, did this person that had the leak? Did they know about it somehow? Otherwise, there was some there was some evidence telling us that that we are suspecting a leak. Uh-huh. Uh, and what's telling us that is on the back side of the shower mm-hmm. is the master closet, right? And that backs right up to the shower. And at the bottom of the uh, baseboard, you could tell that it had been wet. Oh, so water came from somewhere, right? right. So. And I've also told them they'll call us asking us about it. I'm like, well, if you walk in your closet in your sock feet. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll know. And you come out and they're wet. My guess is that you got to leave, leave. somewhere. Yes, yeah. sure. <laughs> um, well, uh, speaking of the importance of having a professional help when uh, you're working right now, a lot of people are working in recovery efforts. That's right. There's there's hundreds and even um, possibly thousands that are ro- working right now with their homes to try to get things back in order and everything else. Uh, one of the things we mentioned last week, folks, is check with the MSBOC, Mississippi State Board of Contractors, and that's msboc.us. That would be maybe a first place to check if you wanted to find out about contractors in the state. Uh, it's really important right now that you uh, have somebody professional look at what's going on. Some places, uh, you know, a lot of folks, uh, lay people like us, don't know what we're looking at. So we don't know if there's damage there or not. We might not know. But a a licensed contractor should be able to see past what we can't. That's and, right. And That's see right. the damage. And, you know, you mentioned something, too, this morning, Jason, about Nextdoor. Yeah, the, the app Nextdoor. 
Yeah, because yeah, I see all the time on mine mm-hmm. where people are, they will either give a recommendation on someone who's done some work at their house. Yes. Or they will not. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that that's a great um, pulse of how that company is doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it's, you know, I, I don't want to hear about what you did a year ago, a month ago. Right. I want to hear about what you did yesterday. What you did recently. Yeah. 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 So yeah. those, you know, we're... I don't I've know seen, that it's Big Brother, um, and, but our neighbors are watching. Well, I can tell you, in my uh, neighborhood, we are on the app next door, just like you guys are talking about. And if you don't know what this is, it's kind of a little thing where you this way you can communicate with your neighbors um, and, and the surrounding areas for something. So think of this as we have a lost puppy. These are the people that would most likely be able to find the lost puppy. Sure. Well, that also comes in on this next door app. Uh, I see it all the time. Hey, does anybody have a recommendation for a plumber? Mm-hmm. I see that all of the time. And then you'll see the list of folks that people say, oh, you, I used this guy last that's week. Right. Or that's I right. you know, That's a home run. It Absolutely. Is. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're even uh, reviewing restaurants in the neighborhood. Right. At least the folks in my, I guess the folks in my neighborhood eat out a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think um, everybody eats out a lot. Eats out a lot. Oh, another thing we wanted to talk about, uh, free radon home test kits. Now, get this. Mississippi Department of Health is partnering with Mississippi Public Library System to offer free home test, free radon home test kits to state residents. So if you're a state resident in Mississippi, you can get a free radon home test kit. Radon is an odorless, colorless, naturally occurring gas and is the second leading cause of lung cancer nationwide, according to a news release from the health department, and can accumulate in the home. So that's something you want to check for, especially if the test is free. Right. My question is, I have always heard that Mississippi really doesn't have radon because we don't have the rock formations. Well, we don't have as much but i'm sure there's pockets pockets i've heard the pocket is like over in and this was after talking with a fellow inspector who used to do the testing uh-huh. and he said that um really the the line of it is over in meridian really yeah it's like on the east part of the state but the cent- central part of the state we're sandy or gummy well good oh, so, let, so if you're in meridian listening you might want to grab one of those free right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, okay, real quick before we go to break, I want to uh, answer a quick email. Okay, you ready for this? Uh, it's a paint email. So, paint coming off of metal flashing under the roof. Daniel asks, how can you repaint that? What type of paint would you use on metal flashing uh, on your roof? The paint's coming off the metal flashing. And obviously, you know, when the paint flakes off, it's got that metal sure. up underneath. So, he just wants to, to, to cover that. Uh, I've done that at my house with a cheap can of spray paint. Yeah, I, I would treat that like I would uh, my um, my roof penetrations. Um, it, it, you know, I like to use the proper color flashing though. If you you know use oil rub bronze or copper or something like that, but but again, it's it's simply a piece of metal. Get, right. Get, get metal spray paint. Get up there and paint it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't fall off the roof. Don't no. paint the shingles, no. and don't paint the other part of the house where the flashing right. is. So we rarely so, suggest someone get on the roof, uh, but I have done this and painted some flashing, and it's not a big deal. You know, it's it's not worth. 
worth getting on your own roof. That's true. It's really not. I just. I painted my gutters once, and that was like 10 years ago, and it started to flake off. Yeah. So I think about getting back up there? I don't like. No, I'm not going to get back up there. I don't like to have to repaint. Yeah. You, You know what I'm saying? It's like painting your car. Buy the color car that you want. And unfortunately, he didn't build the house, or she right, didn't yeah. build the house, so she didn't know what color flashing. So, mm-hmm. be careful. Get up there with a. Have you ever heard of that paint? This was several years ago. I had a buddy who had a house, and it was paint that never flakes. We like had this. a forty-year warranty the, the, on it, the but it paint, was expensive. The paint's not the problem. It's the substrate under the paint. Under the paint. Yeah, the All paint right. is good. Let's go ahead and take a break and think so. about that. Here we go. <laughs> All right, it's time for us to take our first break of the hour. When we come back, we'll have some tips for knowing where your home shutoff valves are. So stay tuned. I'm Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, host of AutoCorrect. If you're enjoying this podcast, try my podcast, AutoCorrect. We help steer you in the right direction with your car problems. Find me on any podcast platform or at autocorrect.mpbonline.org. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPV Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pivas, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Before we move on, I just wanted to stress something. I was just talking to one of the employees here at MPB, and they live in the area of Northeast Jackson and and mentioned that uh, they're getting – uh, around three business cards a day left wow. on their door wow. for sheetrock work yeah. and uh, flood work. Yeah. So, so uh, I do want to caution folks. Uh, everybody's going to be offering to take your money. That's right. Okay? And, and you know, I'm glad I'm glad you brought this up. Uh-huh. Now, we we know everything got got wet. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, houses do strange things when they get wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can walk back in and say, hmm, this looks pretty good. Right. Maybe it didn't get wet. Well, you know it got wet. Right. Okay, right. so let's get that out of our mind and encourage your contractor that they need a moisture meter. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's certain amounts of moisture in your house anyway. Right. So you would want to go do a, a set of benchmarks somewhere. Go mm-hmm. test something that is dry that you know it's dry. Use that as your benchmark, and then go check everything that you know is wet. Right. Because it's probably still wet. Okay. All right. Well, and I did. I did want to reiterate uh, the couple of couple of places you can look for these contractors, and I mean contractors that are licensed, certified, insured here in Mississippi, so that you won't get in trouble. You know, if you if you get down the road and your contractor's from Oregon and the right. contractor goes back to Oregon, well then you, you got He's what not you got. Coming back. No. No. So okay. so let me say you can go by MSBOC, Mississippi State Board of Contractors. That's MSBOC.us. Also, you can go by any of the uh, Home Builders Association of Mississippi. You can get you can find the Home Builders of Mississippi Home Builders Association of Mississippi's under under one roof, but then check on your on your individual 
uh, chapter. So, like, if you're if you're local to the north or the right. the the, the you know, middle of the state or the south, something like that, check your local chapter for some. Uh, contractors there and you know if they're going to be on those home builder sites that they're on the up and ups yep there there's one more i want to mention yeah sure and it's called mississippi housing institute mhi yeah yeah, mhi that that's a great resource not only to find remodelers but find um um, new home construction as well okay so So mississippi home institute or housing uh, mississippi housing institute okay Institute. You can Google M- that on your website. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Good deal. All right. So um, uh, some of the things we wanted to talk about today is uh, turning off those uh, turning off those services to your home. Okay. Now whether you've got an emergency or you're just trying to fix something, here's you know, I don't know how many times I've had to replace the little rubber thing. Yes. And in, in, in the in the faucet in the faucet right. in my bathtub, and there's nothing to do but turn the water off to do that. If you do not turn the water off, and then you unscrew the stem that goes into the wall, it's going to be a fun. Day. Nothing, you need to call Jeff nothing, after that. Nothing, nothing on the planet is moving as fast as that as water. That water, because <laughs> it, it's going all the way through the house. Right, right, <laughs> and um. So so we're going to get to that in just a second. I did want to get to one more email before we move on to that. But uh, because it was so, this thing is so sticky to me. All right. And I really want you guys to hear this. To the contractors, granddaughter and husband buying a home built in 1934 and has a fuse box. Okay. That's not uncommon if you've got a house from 1934 that it might have a fuse mm-hmm. box if it's never been rewired. Okay. Uh, they are technology astute and we feel... It needs a breaker box. Is that a is that doable and an estimate cost? Well, uh, let's let's answer this by two ways. Is it, uh, by saying that they're technically astute, great. That does not make them electricians. No, um, that's not a handyman job. No, it's, no, it's not. It's not it, a handyman it, job. Folks. I, I think there's more going on than just the fuse box. And someone you know, the needs, wiring of the home. Yes, yeah, someone needs to Google this. But I would think 1934, it would be a knob and knob tube. Knob and tube, that's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. And if you don't know what that is, that's basically a cloth-covered wire wrapped around a um, resistor. Yeah, yeah, a ceramic thing up in yeah. the attic. Um, which is hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> one so, side's carrying the, it's a circuit. So yeah, one's hot right. and one's neutral. So uh, a cost on this, let's um let's let's base it on new construction because we have nothing to base it on. Right. Haven't right. seen the house, don't know does it have right. insulation, blah blah blah. If in today's pricing mm-hmm. we're paying anywhere from Five dollars to seven dollars a foot to have your home wired. Wired, okay. Yeah, plus light fixtures, okay. So then, what about the box? Well, that's all in that five to eight, five to oh, seven okay. Okay. dollar per square foot mm-hmm. figure. Now, is that when you say square foot? Let's say I have a home of fifteen hundred square foot. Is that how it's calculated? Absolutely. Okay. So fifteen hundred. That'd be around. Um, I didn't know if it was seven grand. Feet. I think fifteen hundred times. Let's let's say six dollars. Okay. Um, that's nine. That's nine thousand dollars. Right. Okay. To have that house wired brand new. 
Mm-hmm. So you could easily double that yeah. when, when you have to yeah. do one where Retro. you have to cut sheetrock paneling. Right. You know, 1934 probably doesn't have sheetrock. It probably has plaster. plaster. So now now yeah. your price Much is... Much more fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, so now your price is up there. So, I, I, you know. But definitely a pro gig. Not a DIY situation. No, no, not in my opinion at all. Okay. You know, Jeff, I was going to ask you about this. I have heard that those glass fuses are actually safer than a breaker. Well, they're expensive to replace, but the glass really. It will, it will, because it breaks the glass, right? If it ever you know, gets surge, you know, I, that's just so far out of my wheelhouse. I would argue the point that it's safer. I would think we would still be using it. Um, well, we're not using it because it's expensive. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, those fuses and yeah, so money, now the, money typically doesn't yeah. doesn't deter us from drives safety. the market. Yeah, yeah. Ask 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 an OSHA inspector. Yeah, they don't care what it costs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the uh, phones. Marsha's on the line in Jackson, and uh, the, her shower doesn't seem to have an access panel. I've been through this before. What's going on, Marsha? Hey, I got two questions in listening to you about leaks in the shower, and as far as I know, I don't have one. But first of all, is there a way to detect the shower that is totally enclosed? It doesn't have any access. Mm-hmm. And second, should I have somebody install an access? Well, uh, possible. The uh, Okay, good questions. I'll say this. I installed access in my home. I went to the other side. Like Jeff was saying earlier, my bathroom backs up to a closet. Uh, right. my, 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 you know, uh, my master backs up to the master closet. So I went into the master closet uh, and cut out a hole and made it, you know, I mean, made, I made it so that I could put it back and it would be nice looking. But, yes, in order to get okay. to your plumbing. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you have a whirlpool next to your or a bathtub next to the shower? It's a, well, no, there isn't a bathtub. It's just a shower. I had, okay. I had it re, redone several years ago. Oh, okay. They installed okay. the shower and it, uh, the bathtub's in the other bathroom. Um, and it does back up to the master closet. Now, how, should I make it uh, human size or does it have? It well, well, Marsha, hang on just a second now. Okay. Don't right. don't. Don't just go cut an access hole because you want to look in there. Let, let, let's let's first of all. I'd like to first say, oops. Well, yeah. Before I'm going to start cutting access holes and things, I, I want to at least think I have a problem. And the way I would think I have a problem is I'm getting some sort of indication that I've got a problem. Uh, like, my, like water, like like my stain um, on sheetrock, um, swelling, floor yeah, yeah, molding. yeah, swelling on baseboards, right. swelling of floors, mildewy I, smells. Yes, yes. Okay. I I, I want to have some sort of indication and say, wait a minute, I've got a problem. Versus, man, everything looks good. I'm just going to cut a hole in this wall. Yeah, you, well, you follow yeah, me? I just, yeah, I just kind of I'm. I was a Girl Scout. I wanted to be Right, Marsha. See, look, I agree with you, Marsha, 100%. And let me say this. The reason why I cut a hole in the wall of my closet was because I got a new Sawzall. I was going to say, he got a new tool. Now we've got it. Now the truth comes out. Yeah. What am I going to cut up in the I'm going to find something in my house that I can cut up. Right. 
<laughs> oh boy! And it works nicely. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, <laughs> pro tip: don't put a sawzall in a wall with a plumbing. Okay. Uh, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or electrical. Or electrical. Pro tip. Right. So. All right. Uh, thanks, Marsha. I hope that helps out. Yeah, it does. Thank okay. You. Well, we're talking about the cutoffs, and uh, we have, if you think about it, you've got kind of two different sorts of cutoffs. You've got a main or a master, right? And then you have an in- individual or supply. And let me, let me explain that. So let's just talk water, okay? Let's say you have a main water cutoff valve at the street or, yes. in, you know, yes. in your yard. Yes, whatever. At, at the meter. Right. But you also have a little valve under your sink that yes. you can turn off for just that one place, Right. Right. So, so you have, like I said, the main, which cuts off all the water, or you can uh, cut off an individual supply. The Call, indivi- called the called the stop, the plumbing stop. Right now, the plumbing stop. A lot of places where you might have to deal with the plumbing stop on a DIY situation is, let's say you need to change a toilet, um, sure, or, or something like that. You're going to need uh, to turn the water off at least at that toilet, you know, so that you don't get any mess. Now, we'll say. The valves that they use for those are junk, and you might end up having to replace it because I mean they only cost about a buck thirty, and that's why they don't work very well. Well, right. we don't use them very they're, often. They're not right. they're not designed to be cut on and cut off. No, nope. not a lot. Nope, maybe so, once or twice. That, that's right. Yeah. That's really. right. Yeah, and you you know there was uh, as a builder there were some problems with some valves a couple of years ago. Yep. And uh, it was a bad. I, me- I remember something about a bad that. batch yeah, or something. Yeah. There was a batch of them that came in on new construction, and people were coming home to flooded houses. No, no. And it was coming from those valves. Well, and to think of those now, when we talk the main or master and individual, as I mentioned before, like you said, the water valve. One of the things we were talking about in the break, uh, some people are doing now. And now, Jeff, you mentioned this is happening on most houses being built. That's right. Is that there is a second? Um, I guess main well, in the, the home. The, the, yeah, the water line that we bring from the meter to the house to feed the house, we put a cutoff there. Uh-huh. Typically, going to be in the utility room, a closet mm-hmm. somewhere, and it's and it's typically going to be on the front part of the house. How do I identify that? Um, there. Most likely will be a a door that you mm-hmm. open and you will see a uh, inline valve. It had a handle on it. If the handle is in line with the pipe, uh-huh. now when then, you're saying these things, on. this thing does it look like a does it look like an outside faucet spigot? No, 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 okay. no. It's a it's a it's a it's what do you a call that? it's a quarter turn. Oh, a quarter turn. So yeah, it's just it's a, a quarter turn valve, like a doorknob, one of those doorknob. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Like a lever, a lever, Le- like a lever, a Thank lever. You. And and knob. if it's in line with the pipe, it's on. If it's perpendicular to the pipe, it's off. It's off. Okay. So, that, and you'll see those. And this is my question because we point them out to uh, our clients all the time in new construction. You're going to put a shut off. Behind a washing machine? Yeah. Now, how am I going right. to get to that in an emergency? Right. That's right. right. Well, <laughs> typically, that's not where we're going to put it. Right. So, well, now, mistakes happen. Mistakes happen. They'll put yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. And two, it's not, it's not horrible. It takes a millisecond as you're going on vacation 
packing the suitcase, oh, hey, would you run and cut that water valve off? Real quick, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it takes it takes two seconds. You go cut it off, and you go out of town. And that stops all the stories that Jeff, the horrifying stories that Jeff tells us about every couple of weeks where someone left town for two weeks with the water break. With water, the water, right, yeah. water coming out of the front door. Right. So. All right, folks, time for another break. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue helping with your home improvement projects and talking about how to use your different shutoff valves around the house. So stay tuned. No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with uh, Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. If you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB public media app. And uh, now, for all Stitcher app users, you can now find us there. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or, of course, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to talk about those uh, where to shut off your your water mains and electrical here in just a moment. But Samantha's on the line in Ocean Springs and wanted to ask about uh, tankless water heaters. How's it going, Samantha? Oh, it's going all right. Fabulous. What's uh, you trying to get a new water heater? Well, I opened my pantry, which is where my water heater is located, which mm. is never actually a good spot to have your water heater. Right. But um, and the water heater pan was filled with water. Uh huh. Yep. And yeah. so, <laughs> obviously, it's time to replace it. And I would really like to get it out of my pantry. Uh-huh. And the best thought I had was a tankless water heater. Yep. Do you have uh, electricity or gas? Electric. Okay. Um, Do you have any gas service to the house? No, we don't. In our, um, We're pretty low, so they don't really like to have gas lines out there anymore. Oh, okay. Talking about uh, low... Um uh, We're real close to the water. Right. right. <laughs> In the marsh. Well, I'll tell okay. you, my experience, and I have personal experience on tankless electric, is that <clears throat> whenever you turn your hot water on, that electric meter is going. Oh, yeah, it's spinning off the wall. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but, hey, there, there, there's, another, there's another solution, though. What's that? You, could, you can go propane. Oh, Samantha! No, nothing. There's nothing wrong with propane. I'm telling you right now. You can well, have sure. the you can have the tank buried um, or exposed. Samantha, but, the reason uh, these folks are saying this is that several times on this show, through several contractors that have been in, but between HVAC guys and 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 just all plumbers and everybody else. Nobody seems to like an electric tankless, tankless. water heater. Okay. No, yeah. I, I, I I actually I have called. one um, because I don't have gas service at my house other than uh, propane, and um, the, the 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 electric tankless was already in the house, so we didn't change okay. it out. Right. So um, I, I would do propane, okay. and I would do tankless. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, and 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 not to not to I, you know, and I'm not trying to you know knock any business or any type of business, but after you hear enough contractors say, "Nah, no electric uh, tankless water heaters," I, I don't know? know a builder in this area doing a tanked water heater. Yeah. Now I'm not saying we they're they're not right, that, but we use tankless. Right. So and okay. I, and I and I recommend a high efficiency. So. Right. There you go. Uh, so and, our water use is not super high, but um, our, our hot water use is just not right. super high. But that's, I mean, I'm really glad I called because I was thinking electric. Yeah. Well, what, um, uh, Jeff and, and Pam both, can can you guys tell us what sort of contractor she might need to look for for the sure. installation of this? Yeah. yeah. Um, you're going to need a plumber. And possibly a roofer, depending if you get a high efficiency or not. Um, de- Let me, because I, I see where you're going. Let me ask you a question real quick. Um, is this pantry located towards the outside of the house? Or it is. is. It, well, oh, you might good. be able to hang the tankless on the outside. That Instead of going be, up into the that, attic. That, what we were hoping for. Yeah, outside yeah. would be great. Now, you know, obviously you have to get you have to get your power and your gas to that. So right. so um my knee jerk right now is going to be plumber, um carpenter, because you gotta cut into the house right. now. Uh hopefully it's siding, not brick. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and um um electrician possibly. Yeah. Uh, for the igniter, I know. Well, so I was going to ask: uh, our electric service is is pretty standard. Do we need to upgrade our electrical service? No, no, no. no you, not you for just, that. You're, you're just going to have to have an igniter to the to the tankless. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Okay. All right. Great. Well, now we do most of our home repairs, even even big stuff, are on our own. Good. So <laughs> oh wow. We're pretty brave. Well, but go for we've it. We've been a little, a no. little nervous about this just because we don't know exactly what we're doing. Well, always be careful worry. if you're trying to move gas from one place to another. Well, but but she she doesn't She's have gas, so you're in. you're you're going to have to call your local propane. Um, get a line run pro, or something? Pro, provider to to set the tank, and, and they and they will actually um, hook the uh, tankless up. And then, do they offer any type of a rebate? I know that natural gas does. Natural gas offers maybe two fifty. I guess they offer that to the homeowner. I I don't know. Yeah, Um, there may be government programs too to go to tankless. So you may want to check that. I don't know how that works on propane. Well, thank you, Samantha. I hope that helped you out with your uh, issue. I think. uh, We've hit pretty much all points there. Uh, number of calls, 877-MPB-RING. I'm going to do another email here real quick before we get into uh, the phones. Uh, digital thermostat. Hi, recently I got a Hive digital thermostat to be able to control from the app on my phone. When I went to install it, I took the old thermostat off the wall and noticed in the user guide that the new digital thermostat requires a, quote, C wire for it to function properly. However, there is no C-wire on the panel. Is this something anyone can install? I have essentially no experience here. Or if not, who do I call? Uh, I've installed a couple of these yeah, myself. What is that C-wire? Uh, I've installed a couple of these myself, and and it there's usually a diagram Right. On there that says, okay, when you find the little blue wire, put it here. That's right. You know, and, the, and so it's usually pretty self-explanatory. What are we missing here? 
Well, well it may not be compatible. My my heat and air guys texting me earlier, so hopefully you're still listening. Right. <laughs> so what's the C wire? She does not. The they do not have a C wire, and I'm racking my brain right now. I just put a thermostat in my personal house. Right. And I'm racking my brain on this C wire. Well, uh, you know I think what? I think it's a jumper wire. If I'm if I'm remembering. Well, you know what? Let's throw it out to our pro friends. They always let us know when we've goofed. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, Jason, can yes. I miss, mention real quick, because sure. we were just talking about propane. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, before we go to the phones, about shutting the gas service off to the house. Yes. Uh, the gas in particular is, wow, that's uh, one of the biggest ones that you got to figure it out, because that will ruin your neighborhood. So what, what's the deal? Uh, in your wh- day. Yeah. Where does the gas come in? Let's start from the beginning. Well, it's going to come in at your meter, and we just uh, we will post a video on how to shut this off on our the Inspect It Like a Girl YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and I'll give it to Java so we'll that maybe he can get it posted as well. Mm-hmm. And then, as a side note, we also have the podcast on our website. So if you wanted oh, to cool. go to inspectitlikeagirl.com, you can mm-hmm. listen to the podcast at any time. But the, so is there a valve somewhere that I can turn for gas? Yes, there is. It's actually on your meter. So you would find the gas meter, which would be outside, which is a gray-looking contraption with a glass box on it. Yeah, looks like a robot's crawling out of your yard. It yeah. really yeah. does. Yeah, and then down, on, and Jeff did a great job of describing if the valve, especially on a gas, though, mm-hmm. on the valve... You want the two little holes to line up. The, the lock. That, that <laughs> if you don't pay your off. gas bill, something happens yeah, right nice. there. <laughs> Plugged. Yeah, but it's still, it's the same principle. If the uh, portion of the shutoff valve is in line with the pipe, it is on. If it is perpendicular to the pipe, it is off. Correct. So if you have a gas odor in your house, I would highly recommend you go into that gas meter and turn it off the gas. Yeah. Um, And then contacting a professional to do some further investigation. Okay. (laughs) If you smell gas, you call 911. You will be amazed how quick. The fire department and the gas company and will be at your house. the gas company will come. It, I've it, seen it, that. It will be like they have been next door. I've yeah. seen that with a guy who put in, uh, was trying to put in a, uh, a post for a yeah, fence. That's right. Hit that gas valve. And, oh, my gosh, everybody hey, came right now. <laughs> we, were, we were demoing the Big Ten tire shop in Gluckstadt after a fire. And we we had done all of our due diligence. We had gotten all the utilities cut off, we thought. And unfortunately, there was still a gas line running to that building. Mm-hmm. Of course, we hit it. Right. And uh, we we had the entire um, city, the city right of there. Gluckstadt. Right. Um, uh, at your disposal? At, at, the, at, the, uh, at the burn site within seconds. Right. All right, let's go to the phones. They're racked up. Jim's on the line right now in Biloxi. What's going on, Jim? Hey, good morning. Morning. What's going on? Hey, uh, I was just going to uh, uh, confirm uh, what you were talking about with the tankless. Uh, yeah. We ended up doing that. And uh, I, I ended up doing that because our water heater, uh, I wanted to make more room in the laundry room for my wife so we could put a sink in. Right. Hung it, hung it on the outside wall. And it was, it's, it's been great ever since. Uh, yep. The only problem is uh, the tankless is on the other end of the house. So it didn't take a minute, doesn't that, it? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, well, I've got a water waster wife, 
So it takes her five minutes. She'll let it run. Yeah, and, okay, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, but... Uh, well, but let, me ask, let me ask real quick, Jim. I've always wanted to ask this, and I've never known. I don't live in a home with a tankless, so I'm not sure how this works. Um, so I know when I turn on my hot water for the shower in the morning... It takes a minute to get there, you know, to get to the it temperature does. I want. It does. How does that compare, I guess, regular, you know, tank to a tankless? Does it take longer for the hot water to get there in a tankless? It was the same. I would say it's about the same. I think it's about the same. Yeah. The hot water in the tank already, and then uh, yeah, it's got to make it, it there too. I think our it's expectation is that it's supposed to be faster. Well, and it's uh, yeah, not. I think the expectation <laughs> plays a role here, but ideally. Where you want, if it's a perfect world, you want your tankless water heater in the center of the house. That 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 way, it travels the same distance to each each right. uh, um, um, outlet. You know, and something I've seen too is that if you put a tankless water heater in these newer houses, and you have a manifold as well, yeah, it's going to take twice as long. Well, I, I don't I don't like the manifolds, I don't so I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, because it's got to go from the tankless water heater to the to manifold, the, to the manifold, now to the fixture, to the, to the fixture. So okay, well then, tell them not to do that. Uh, question question I had was there uh, there's a new system now I guess they can install in new houses is uh, where you can actually recirculate the cold water until it gets hot are y'all familiar with that mm, a I've thermo system those, of some sort yeah I've thermal. seen it on an older house I'm not sure I understand are it you was, talking about brown water no um, it's actually coming out of your uh, you know your your pipe when you run in your your hot water into say if it does take four or five minutes Supposedly, there's some kind of valve that will re-divert it back into the line, however it's hooked up. And then it won't actually, I mean, it's 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 about trying to save your water, you know, oh, as opposed to dumping it. I got you. I, I'm not exactly yeah, sure what Yeah, you know, I, I saw something of, okay. similar to that at one of our trade shows. you doing that in any of your new uh, projects. I, I, I'm not, no, sir, but I, I'm... I'm, I'm I know what you're talking about. I saw it at a trade show in Vegas, I, I, I do believe. Well, that's it's like it a be. loop or something, yeah. I, I would imagine. Sure. Yeah, I'm right. not familiar with yeah. that. Yeah, just saves the water from going down the drain. Right. I, I think. I, I don't know. It's it's That's a that's way back in the archives mm-hmm. somewhere. All right, Jim, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. And, you know, if no one knows how to do something, all they got to do is ask this guy. Timmy's on the line in Louisiana. <laughs> Timothy, off the grid. How's it going, man? Well, just groovy. How about yourself? <laughs> Very good, sir. <laughs> Tell me, uh, you, you, you told the lady all these options for water heater, but you never mentioned solar. Oh, right. gosh. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you guys go for it, Timothy. Your minds. You're dealing with the last century. Uh, right. Okay, go for it, Timothy. What? What? Uh, what I is your thought? I have a solar water heater that is, you know, even on a green day, puts out plenty of hot water. Okay? Uh-huh. I mean, I... I have a friend who has the same solar hot water heater. He uses a preheater for his soap, for his steam engine. Uh huh. I mean, six hundred bucks, and I haven't had an electric bill on it in thirteen years. That's amazing, Timothy. Nice. It's, you know, I, I, Pam, I know you're fairly new here, but if you've never heard Timothy, Timothy lives off the grid, off the grid. like for real, in uh, Louisiana. Can we do a field trip to Timothy's uh, we house? Should. I, we really should. But uh, Timothy's also an engineer who has made his house go 100% without anybody's help. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. So let's keep moving. Thank you very much for your time, Timothy. Let's go to Mike and Jackson. What's going on, Mike? 
uh, kind of a leaky toilet and kind of wonder <laughs> uh, on what's causing it. it oh, the, the leaky. Uh, yeah, right. where's it leaking? Well, I, right around the bowl. Now, this past weekend, I went in, I changed out the flap. I was thinking it was kind of leaking around the flap. Uh-huh. The, the tube that goes into, like, the overflow. Uh-huh. Instead, it got a little leak there, and then every now and then in the bowl, you see little drops leaking around the bowl, Do, not does outside. The, does the bowl or does the tank run at any time uh, when you're not flushing or anything like that? Does the tank does the tank just start filling? You know, uh, you know what I'm saying. Is it losing enough water that the tank begins to refill? I just did it this weekend. Seemed like. The level may go down a little bit, and you'll hear a little shh. I'm still confused where it's leaking. Is it leaking between the tank and where it bolts on to the bolt? No. Okay, no. where is it leaking? I would think that, um, you know, the tube that comes from, that goes over into the overflow, the little right. tube. Yeah, uh-huh. now it's water instead of running into the overflow from that. Okay. Uh, so the flapper's bad. It's the flapper, yeah, the yeah. The, it's it, it, it keeps filling the, filling the tank up all on its own. Right. Right. Well, I changed the flap, but but it's still it's, filling the tank up all on its own without you touching it. Right. Right. Mike, okay. Uh, I'll tell you when I've done that in the past. I've done this several times. That flap that uh, did you use like a fluid master when you went in, uh, or flow master something like that that uh, you know you get from the store that's like a kit. Is that what you used? I just bought this the actual flap in the chain. Okay, just the flap in the chain. Okay. Now, did it have a lot of those flaps and chains that you buy have the ability to change the size of the flap? You know what I'm saying? They make it a little bigger for all of them, and you can cut it down to the size of your the the hole there in in your uh, joint. Did you did you see where that could be changed at all or altered? Right, you can turn it and, and adjust it. Right, right. But I didn't. Didn't do that because they said, you know, if the water level goes down to where it actually was mm-hmm. the previous flap, you wouldn't have to adjust. So I hadn't and tried adjusting it. Okay, old plumber's trick. If you want to try it just to see if it'll work, take some Vaseline, put it on uh, the mm-hmm. edges of that flapper, and and make yourself a good seal and see if that fixes it. Yeah. But that that's just a quick and easy. But it is that flapper. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Um. I've got the answer to the thermostat if we want it. No way. Go for it. Okay. The C wire is the common wire. Uh, You do not have to have the C wire, but if you have the C wire, hook it up, and then you will not need batteries in your thermostat. Oh, so hopefully that go. helped on the on okay. the C wire. So that was, by the way, that was an email that came earlier where they had said I recently got a digital thermostat and they were unable to hook it up because it said it requires a C wire for it to function properly. Right? Maybe it meant a C wire for it to function properly without batteries. Uh, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. And thank you, Jeff, for the uh, that. That's my heat and air guy's name's Jeff. Okay, yeah, uh, for, for that thanks, uh, text Jeff. message. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, thanks a lot. Let's uh, keep on moving. We'll go to Kathleen in Osaka. What's going on, Kathleen? Hi. I've been propane out here for over 20 years, and I have nothing bad to say about it ever. The only thing I'm giving a positive on Mm -hmm. is almost all of the gas companies. If you buy gas from them, they will come out and inspect it for free. Like if you want to make a change or if you want to add a stove or this and that. Uh Some, Some may charge. But if you call around, uh, you will find that one or two 
that will inspect it. So if you're not sure and you don't have the funds to just, you know, have five guys in one to check their list, this, right. this, you know, these guys usually travel with a licensed gas man, a licensed plumber, or a licensed electrical yep. together. It's actually it's actually the compliance test. Oh, and and they and they have to do a compliance test one a year, well, each year is what I'm what I understand. Oh, for propane? So, yes, yeah, and it's typically about fifty five bucks to have this compliance test done. Oh, okay. But uh, from what I understand, it, it it should be done once a year. Fantastic. Thank you, Kathleen. We appreciate that on the propane thing. That that's good to know and something to follow. Okay, V is on the line in Waynesboro. What's going on, V? Yes, I have two questions. Um, I need to know how to repair a leak under the tub. It's in the elbow, a slight leak. Mm-hmm. And in the kitchen, the, the um, light switch doesn't click. Oh, okay. yeah, I've had one of those. That's right. annoying. The the little clicker's worn out. Right. And it just more slides than clicks. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, that I tell you what, V, have you ever uh, changed anything like that before, a switch or anything of that nature? No. You know, what's funny is that going into the, a switch sounds like it's really complicated. Believe it or not, a switch, like a light switch, typically is a single wire. It's one in and one out. But there's yeah. a, you know, uh, in other words, it's not a difficult thing to do, but the whole thing lies on V. You ready for this? Turn off the power. The power. And we're back to how to turn off back. something. Right. Uh, yeah. Turning off the power before one does, uh, messes with this. You gotta, you've got to do that. But you can. That switch costs all of $1.15. Okay? And you can replace that yourself uh, with a YouTube video. Um, and and uh, a screwdriver. You can pretty much do that yourself. We'll have to get back to the tub and what we're going to do with that repair on the leak. The the curvy thing you were talking about usually is called the P-trap. You can look into that. But uh, we do have to go, actually. So, Fix It 101 is produced by Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Java Chapman. Our call screener was Liz Gill. For Pam Pibus, Jeff Sammons, and Jason Klein, that's me. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.